0: This is the Steelers standard on Steelers Nation Radio and podcast on Steelers.com.
1: You know we haven't done in a while. Spin the wheel. Yeah, Jacob. Thanks. Thanks for playing. I was too excited. Thanks
2: for playing the game. Throw it out. Start over.
1: No, we're not throwing it out. We're not starting over. Thanks for playing the game, Jacob. Wrecked. Kellen Giersky's with us too. I'm Tom Opperman. It is the Steelers standard. We are going to spin. The wheel of a thousand questions i spend the entire night before we tape this podcast making questions for this wheel a thousand of them all unique all about the nfl we give it a nice fat spin usually about once or twice each go around the room and debate whatever topic the wheel deems necessary that we debate, and I want to go first this time. I feel like you guys always cut in front of me. Yeah. Yeah. All, right. First all right. First of all, you never thank me for doing the wheel <laughs> questions. Always me doing a 1,000 questions. There's three of us here. We could definitely split this up to something like 350 questions each, but we never do. <laughs> so I don't understand that. But secondly, you know, you always cut in front of me as far as who spins it first, so I want to spin it first. Go, so brother. I'm breaking out the wheel right now. I'm going to give it a nice little spin. Got it in my hands. Yep. Feels good. Feels like I'm home. Feels like I'm home when I have this one. hands. Which quarterback on a new team will have the best season in 2021? Kind of a lazy question. I must have been really tired at that point. Um. Do you just want to
0: list them real quick?
1: If you can. I don't know if I can list them off the top of my head. I've, there's so many at this point.
0: I know there's Dalton. Dalton
1: uh, one. Fitzpatrick two. Fitz.
0: Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz, Goodness three. We're, we're Kelly, really are you good sure you I'm that. just <laughs> looking at What do you mean me? I'm looking at you to do No, this. I'm thinking yeah. off the top of
1: my It's not easy to do off you're the You're missing top of my the one head. that I think's the answer to the question of the wheel. Matt Stafford in L.A., baby. Oh, of course, Stafford. So,
2: Jared Goff, Jared too. Goff in Detroit. Uh, who, else uh, who else do we have? Oh, Ryan Fitzpatrick in Washington. We already we said, said Fitzpatrick.
1: Hey. Thanks for listening to the own podcast that you're on.
0: <laughs> I'm doing a lot of things Just go with those five. I think those five are probably the top of the top. Do you consider James Winston? As not new new starter, he's not a but starter, I don't know who the is
1: going to be yet there, though. You can throw okay. in Saints quarterback if that's yeah. what you want your guys' answer to be. But that's fair. I'm sticking with Matt Stafford as far as I'm concerned. I think that it's set up for success in L.A., and I think out of the quarterbacks that we really listed, the top-tier guys in new places starting, he's the most talented still, at least in my mm. mind, as far as I'm concerned. No one else really jumps off the page talent-wise. In fact, the guy that he got traded for, I think, might be the second best in that group that you mentioned, Jared Goff. Who would you put better? Not Andy Dalton. No,
0: it's Carson Wentz. I mean, Wentz you is think? probably the two. I, I mean, I, I'm just. Jared I'm... Goff has done pretty much everything Carson
1: Wentz has in his right. career. I when you think about I, it. Super Bowl appearance. Super Bowl appearance, but Carson Wentz didn't he even didn't get him
2: play. to that right. Super Bowl. So, yeah. Jared, Jared Goff, Goff actually got them actually there. did it. Yeah. I'm I just, think he's got a couple more playoff wins under no, his belt. No, I think too. it could be 2A, 2B between Goff and Wentz. I,
0: I mean, I agree with you, though. I think Stafford, Stafford is, right? is the guy that's the you know, sure. going to have the best season. But if you're going to make me pick the second best, I think it's a toss-up between, uh, between Goff and Wentz. I mean, that's just based on pure talent. I still think that Wentz is a more talented quarterback than Jared Goff. That's not saying that Goff isn't a good NFL quarterback because he is. But I think a lot of Jared Goff, it was all – um, I don't want to say it was all Sean McVay and the system that he was in but I do think that that played a huge part in it. We'll see what he does without, you know, being a system in that system and is he truly a system quarterback? We'll see, but I I think it's it's close between um Wentz and Goff for that number 2 spot, but it, it is Stafford for me at number 1 going away. I don't really think it's that close.
1: And I think that the Rams have the potential to be the best team they might be like a Super based Bowl on the contender quarterback yeah having the best season there because yeah I don't see any of the other guys taking their team to the heights of Super Bowl contender I do see the Rams taking to that height with Matt Stafford
0: I, I could see the Colts making the playoffs and maybe making a run but I don't right now I them
1: as a Super Bowl contender, no that's though. what I mean yeah. I don't
0: think I could put the Colts like say they're the second best team in the AFC I don't think they are you can easily make that argument for uh, for the Rams
1: There's just a lot of question marks around Carson Wentz, still, So that's why you hesitate to throw them up there, even though roster composition-wise the Colts and the Rams are not too far apart from each other. Rams probably have a little bit of a better defense, obviously. And you know a lot more of the names in L.A. than you do in Indy. But trust me, that Indy defense can ball just as good as Mm -hmm. L.A.'s can if they need to. So, yeah, I go Stafford. I think Jacob probably is going to go Stafford, too. Just think it's the obvious answer as far as this one's concerned. But
2: I want to know, who do we have at two and three definitively between Wentz and Goff? I'd give it to Goff.
1: I'd give it to Goff right now. Whoa,
2: it sounded like you guys were going to agree, and then you both said different names. No, I go Goff, he goes Wentz. I go Wentz, too, because because you know I'm very high on Indy. I think they have a great defense. This isn't
1: about Indy, though.
2: Yeah, which quarterback will have a better year? I still go Indy. Because Detroit lost Kenny Indy. I'm talking about Wentz versus Goff. Who do you think is a better quarterback? I like Goff. Or I like Wentz. Stop getting in my head, Tom. I like Wentz because of the options he has available to him on the Indy offense. But put. Would you
1: rather have Goff in that Indy offense than Wentz? No, not necessarily. Okay, well, there you go. See, I was trying to checkmate you there, and you, no. you didn't fall into the no, trap. No, I didn't.
2: Fine. I was. I I'll, wasn't gonna fall into that trap fine, because I know
1: I stand. I know where I stand. I will wave the white flag and I will say that Wentz will be our definitive number two. Three is golf. You don't have Goff. to wave it. I, no, no, list. no. I'm waving it. It's your list. No, it's not. It's the wheels list. First <laughs> of all, and it's not even a list. He just wanted to know the best. Excuse one. me. She just wanted to know who was the which quarterback was going to have the best season on which team. So we're getting out of control. But then to round out the top five, it's Fitzpatrick over Dalton. Dalton's in yes, the rear.
0: absolutely. There's no yeah, question. No about question that. about that.
1: Would you put Fitzpatrick at two over Wentz? No, I'm just no. kidding. We're not talking about that. All right, Kellen.
2: I would put Fitzpatrick as my four, though. Yeah, Maybe three. No, Maybe he's not better three. than Jared Goff. Get out Maybe. of here. All right, Kellen, spin the wheel. All right, here we go. Terry McLaurin. Get out of here. Stop naming other players as far as the quarterback it's, debate. It's options. Uh, 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 ah! The pieces ah! around the quarterback improve. Enough. The quarterback.
1: I wish I could turn your mic off so badly. Kellen, spin the wheel. All right, let's I get go. your We're off. done. Spin the wheel.
0: Tom's having a conniption He over wasn't there. ready to move on, Tom. No. We wanted to win that. I argument. was ready to move on too. <laughs> the
1: argument was
0: over. Go. All right. Um so at their upcoming meetings, um the NFL and their owners are discussing a possible change to the uh jersey number rule. Um so if you're confused, um this it would allow the the league would allow running backs, fullbacks, tight ends and wide receivers to wear numbers 1 through 49 and 80 to 89. So, I guess the question is, are you in favor of that? So for me, I'm absolutely in favor of yeah, that. Yeah, why not? Um, I this is I know some people are going to say, oh well, it's it's just like college football. It's going to look tacky in the NFL. Whatever. Let me tell you something. I'm just going based off a, a pure look, and, and nothing looks cleaner than in college football when you got like a dominant linebacker and he's wearing number like nine. Yeah, like a single yes, digit number Cowan, on a I linebacker looks clean, man. I love that.
1: Number five is the number that pops out to me as far as dominance. Both sides of the ball. Monte Teo and linebacker was number five in Notre Dame. Reggie Bush was number five in the backfield at USC, too. So those were two that always used to stick Mm. out to me. Fitzgerald at Pitt rock number yeah. one. He yeah, was yeah. number one out there playing wide receiver. And who was, was uh
0: there was that really good defensive lineman from Notre Dame. Huge. And you wore like number eight or something. I can't remember who it was. It was a couple years ago. It looked goofy, but it looked cool at Bro, the same Steph time. Steph Stewart
1: wore number nine at Notre maybe Dame. That's
0: what that, maybe that's who I'm thinking. Maybe it was maybe it was Stewart.
1: Stewart wore number nine. Yeah. I don't
0: know. Maybe it was him <laughs> that I was thinking. It might have been. Oh yeah. Big beefy boy wearing number, number nine. Number Like that looks cool, dude. I don't care what you say. Um so I like it. I mean, I know that, you know, uh, so there are some people that are going to look it'll at it. And, yeah, it'll be traditionalists that will be anti. But who cares? Like, their jersey numbers. Like, you know, yeah, I mean, I'm sure for, you know, some people it's going to get confusing. Like, the quarterback number six or number five, whatever it is, throws the wide receiver one. You know what I mean? Like, but who cares? They're it's NFL players. Like, I, I honestly don't understand why there's restrictions on the numbers anyway, other than maybe offensive linemen. That kind of makes sense, like in the 50s or 60s. No, or sp-
1: I want linemen to be able to wear like yeah, I don't, Maybe like not offensive. I don't get I don't why, would get why offensive rest- lineman be able yeah. to wear like number 10. I'll tell you the only restriction that there should be. Quarterbacks should only be allowed to be from 1 to 19. I think I dis- that's still – It despises me when I see – and you never see why? it anymore. But in, in, every once in a while, a college quarterback will be, like, number 20 or, like, number 21. Doug Flutie was number 20 when he was at Boston what's, College. What's
2: what's Major League Baseball's number one catchphrase? Let the kids play or, or let the kids... I agree. Like, why can't you just ex- let these guys do the same? Because it just looks weird when a quarterback's number 20. You say you know? that, but once you start, once the rule is nah. set in place and any guy can wear any number,
0: you then think... you're never going to think about it again. Nah, quarterback has to be 1 through 19. Really quick, I kind of misspoke there. I... I, oh, geez. I'm just saying, I, I didn't go into the fact that linebackers can wear 1 to 59 to 90 to 99, and then defensive backs can wear any number between 1 and 49, too. I left those two position groups out. But a defensive back can't be like number 64.
1: No, just one through 49. Lame. See, they're just relaxing the rules. They're
2: still just yeah, kind of lame rules, but at least they I are I mean, who wants them. to
0: see a defensive back wearing 68? You know them. what
2: I want to see? I want to see a receiver or a D-back wear double zeros. I mean, how cool is Ooh. that when you see in the NBA yeah. double zeros? Or
1: just zero for that matter. Why isn't yeah. there just a, a Well, zero? I feel
2: like people go double zero if you go zero. No? uh Not if you're Gilbert Arenas. Oh.
1: Then you're just agent zero. Never we mind. don't talk about him, though. He brought a gun into it. So are your, what are your guys' <laughs> feelings
0: on it?
2: I'm all for it. I, let the kids play. Let the kids have fun. Except I, I don't for care. quarterback. No. No, a quarterback
1: can't wear I, number 20. That's
0: not in the, the
1: I know it's not, change, but I'm just so. saying as far as our debate, no.
2: Quarterback can't wear number 20. It's disgusting when well, a quarterback Well, as far as our that. debate, it's not relevant because it's not part of it. Well, fine. Spin the wheel then, Jacob. All right, it's my turn. I'm ready to move on from this one, so I'll spin fast. I'll spin accordingly this time. Here we go. Well, go and stop talking about it. Hey. Don't mess up every time. Oh crap! I didn't, I was so eager to spin and I got. Oh this crap! It's, it's a it's a rough question. I know. I see the question. Okay, will Deshaun Watson play on any NFL team in 2021? It's
1: a little weird. You said Watson. It sounded like you said lawsuit in my headset. Oh. I'm not kidding. Like, hopefully, when you listen to this podcast, you hear that too. We'll go back and we'll play the tape. It's at, what, 18 now, 19 I think it's 21. Been, it's at 21 now that the lawsuits have been filed against him. Look, terrible.
2: Hey, what this is-, is my question.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. You're right. I was going up on a soapbox there.
2: <laughs> you were. Go ahead. I'm going to say no, guys. I think the NFL has sometimes approach these situations in the right way and the wrong way, and I don't think with a number like 21, it shouldn't, it shouldn't even have had to reach the number 21.
1: No, I think even the number one is what... Right. That's where... I mean, Antonio Brown had, I think, one or two, one. and he was suspended. Yeah. And yeah. You don't want to do that. Every, every case is you know, you don't want to make it. Just but again, right. the like, NFL, oh, he did this for this, it was this many on this guy and this many on that guy. Like you can't do that. The this, NFL
2: this is... is sometimes forgiving. They're, they're a money making conglomerate. Oh, they are forgiving they're a business. And maybe, and so I'm going to say, no, he won't play in 2020, 2021, but don't be surprised if he comes back in 2022 or maybe even a year after that.
1: As long as I don't think, as long as nothing criminal comes out yeah. of this, then yeah, Man, I, I agree. But then to that extent, and these crimes were far lesser crimes, obviously. But Michael Vick went to jail. Plex yep. Burris right. went to jail. But they but both again, came back. They but served again, their those time. crimes also were, I would, not to, you know, <sighs> crime is crime, but they were lesser offenses in my mind sure. morally than what Deshaun Watson What Deshaun Watson did to these women is despicable. Absolutely. I mean, what Mike Vick did to the dogs is too. Plexco's just an idiot who shot himself. <laughs> yeah. But, but you get what I mean. There are varying degrees as far as it's sure. concerned. And this. All of this from Watson is just. Terrible. I'm yeah.
2: just surprised that it's taking. It hasn't long. happened yet. Yeah, I agree. Right. I wonder if why they, hasn't. I
1: wonder if they're just kind of waiting, waiting to see it what out to see. Do you think if they know something? Charges do come out. Do
0: you think it? they possibly know something that we don't? The NFL's investigating it though too. Yeah, of so course, that they are. that's probably part of it too. Is they have their own investigative team looking at it, and they're probably waiting to see what their guys come back with, along with Tom, as you said. You know, if there is any, you know, criminal criminal stuff that comes out against him or whatever, I, I think that's part of it.
1: And there is track record of the NFL taking a stand against a player yeah. who does such a heinous thing to a woman. Look at Ray Rice. Right. And I know Ray Rice has rehabilitated himself, and him and his wife are actually still together. But he still, but never, he played still never played again. football again. He right. was n- not banned from the league, but you can do that in a back-channel way for the league and be like, hey— no one signed yeah. this guy. A
2: day before, maybe it was the day after, the news about Adrian Peterson, his son, yes, the way he abused his son. Switch. He was suspended for the year, but then he came back.
1: Yes, I agree. And that's why I think it's definitely going to happen this year. Yeah. And then how long right. it lasts is right. going to be how this all right. plays so out. So I but think
2: we all agree 2021 But I do
1: out. think it's it out. is weird that the league has decided Hasn't to just kind of sit this out for now. I guess they are doing their due diligence. And I don't think just it, want to suspend a guy, also a quarterback possible. for... also
2: possible they're sitting on something, right? It's got to make you think they're sitting on something Waiting that, for an announcement yeah. to be
1: made, and then once that announcement, yeah. it's the final nail, and he's officially suspended. That could be the case, but I want to move on right now, yeah. so I'm going to spin yeah, it. Yeah, y'all. yeah, yeah, let's go. I'm going to grab it. I'm going to spin it. Give me that.
2: Uh. Like it's a tennis match.
1: Why haven't ex Steelers, Antonio Brown, Le'Veon Bell, and James Conner not been signed to a new team yet? So I think it's interesting that James Conner is still out there out of those two that I named. Um clearly his value is down. Clearly teams are going to wait until after the NFL draft at this point. Let the dust settle. Teams that need a running back that didn't get a running back might go cheap and get James Conner there. Mm. Uh, It's obvious that the Steelers are not going to bring him back, though. I think that would have been a move that would have been done already. Bringing back Juju and then flipping Tyson Alualu and then signing Cam Sutton. Those are your big three signings if you're a Steeler so far. And James Conner would be right there in that kind of range with those players. So I think that would have happened already. So he's not coming back to Pittsburgh. But clearly the rest of the NFL is aware of his injury problems. I think that is holding him back. And I think there's this legitimate question of to if he's a number one running back, and he's probably on the phone with his agent working number one running back deals, or at least trying to.
0: Yeah, I think that's probably part of it for for Connor, um, which
1: could mean that even after the draft, he he could
0: he's so tough
1: because if he is trying to get his starting tag, yeah. that could have him off a roster until.
0: Into training camp, it could until teams get really desperate. It could. Mm -hmm. I mean, or he gets really desperate. Right. Right. I mean, that's that's a good point. I mean, you know, you might see if if you get close to camp and he's still not signed, you know, someone goes down in camp or whatever, then Uh, all of a sudden, hey, we have James Conner. He can be, you know, uh our, our feature back. It might not be the situation that teams want to be in to have Conner as your number one, but I do think that that kind of plays into it. And I think you know, I don't. I'm not speaking for Conner and his agent or anything like that, but. I do think that it kind of goes into that. Like you kind of have to realize, like, hey, I don't know if this league looks at you like a number one feature back anymore. And you might have to take less money. You might have to take a deal that you, you kind of don't want to take. But if that means being employed and having a job in the NFL at this point in your in your career, I think that's what Connor's gonna have to do. If something happens
2: in the draft for the Steelers where they don't get an ATN Harris or Javante Williams. James Conner will be a stealer in 2021. They'd be foolish not to bring him back because you can't go with a combination of Benny Snell, of Kalen Bellage, and whoever else you have still yeah, on your fair. roster after that. you got to bring in James Conner because he's the only established starter. I know Bellage has, has seen some starting reps, but nothing like the reps that Conner has seen over his four-year career at this point. But that's the only way I see him returning for certain, I mean, we've talked about too getting one of those three guys in the draft, and then bringing back Connor for dirt cheap as a backup, as a vet backup. But I, I, I'd like to talk about more so about Antonio Brown. Well, I was just gonna get there. Antonio because, Brown's gonna get signed. It's just a matter of time, I think, with him. Okay, so here's my question. I mean, we we now know that all 22 starters on the Tampa Bay team from 2020 have been re-signed. Now, Antonio Brown wasn't a starter, but he was still on the team. Do you think it's possible he goes back to Tampa I think Bay? He's the fa- I think the favorite is Tampa
1: Bay to re-sign to him. And I think they're just working. I would hate that. Ugh. I think they're just trying to work out. Maybe Send
2: him to Detroit.
1: Send him to somewhere where he's he not going to He doesn't want to go win. there. Maybe they want to work out how much money he's going to make. And then and the th- incentives. The incentives is yeah. what I was going to say, is how much did that contract could actually end up being worth. So maybe that's kind of what's holding him up. But I think that Tampa Bay will be the favorite to sign him. The other joker, guys, I think Le'Veon Bell might be done. He stinks. I think he might be done in the NFL. Maybe he gets on a roster at camp or if something like it. that. But, like, he couldn't find the playing time on the field for the Chiefs at all. At all. At like, all. Not to say that he should have been starting because they were better at the position ahead of him. But Clyde Edwards-Helaire was dealing with injury problems up, all the way down the stretch, and Bell Lev couldn't still crack the field didn't, at right. all, yeah. especially in the playoffs. I mean, he did get especially a couple of nice in runs playoffs. in the regular season. And I think he scored a touchdown, like a four-yard run for a touchdown in the regular season. But I think that was his only touchdown. He didn't see the field barely any time in the playoffs. He didn't touch the field in the Super Bowl at right. all. No. So I think this guy might be done. Antonio Brown at least was catching touchdowns in the playoffs, caught a touchdown in the, the Super, Super Bowl. Bowl. Yeah. So like. Someone's going to bite on him if it's not Tampa Bay. Chiefs aren't bringing back Lev Bell, and I honestly don't know if any team's going to take a real shot at him. I think maybe he finds... He's not going to get any real money, Maybe he sure. finds
0: a camp spot, yeah. and maybe
1: he comes in second or third on he someone's could, he roster. He could make a team. I don't know if he's going to, though.
0: Yeah, no, I hear you. He'll I make mean, a team,
2: possibly, but he's not going to get... Real nah, money. He's not gonna get started. He's gonna get James Conner money. Yeah, if he, he got that. any that. If and it, that.
0: And it's pretty crazy that. That's you know. an interesting
2: discussion. Who gets paid more, James Conner or Le'Veon Bell in 2021? What a self nuking of a career, too.
0: Yeah. Went from that, in that's my, on himself. Yeah.
1: Went from in my eyes being the best running back I've seen. In my life, as far as the NFL is concerned, yeah. the style of running was so unique. The mastery of He the was player. straight up my favorite Steeler. Like, he yeah. was oh, yeah. over that stretch, my favorite Pittsburgh Steeler without question. And then it just all blew went up to crap. It was, yeah. it was crazy. It
0: really was. And I don't, I, I agree. I mean, I think based on his namesake alone and based on the player that he used to be, he might end up on a roster and he might end up playing this year. But I don't think there's much more to him than that. Um, and it's pretty wild, you know. The the when you look at Connor and you look at Bell, they're both in similar situations. And you know, what mm-hmm. was it? Only three year, four years ago. Now yeah. we were sitting here saying, "Oh, that's a great backfield with Bell and, and Connor." Now neither oh, of it them. It was are... the
2: best offense. Yeah. Now it neither offense. Neither of the running backs. Fields, yeah.
0: They're not employed anymore. Um, it's pretty crazy. Uh, and uh, yeah, I, I think Bell is pretty much done. Um, you know, Tom, you made the point that. Uh, about AB, someone's gonna bite on him. He looked like he could still play. AB's still one of the best receivers in the world right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, top probably ten, top fifteen in my mind still to I this day. You can't make that same argument with Lev Bell. You just can't.
1: No. Spin the wheel, Kellen. All we right, got time for you and
0: Jacob to spin it okay. one time each. Okay. Rip it up. I like this question here. If Bill Belichick wins another Super Bowl, can he be given the credit for the dynasty over Tom Brady? And I think, in my opinion, I don't know if this is such a weird question because I don't know if you can give credit to, you know, I think it's kind of nuts to give credit either way. I mean, obviously, they're both a big part of it, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and I understand why people say that that it was all Brady because he went to Tampa Bay and won the Super Bowl. Keep in mind, though, too, that roster that they had in Tampa Bay was unbelievable. Not saying that the one in New England when they won their Super Bowl wasn't, but keep it was that better. in mind. It, it was better than— Tampa's it, roster was better than absolutely, absolutely. played it on. Right. I agree. One. I agree 100%. So just keep that in mind. But I do think that if, if Belichick were to win another one, um, I definitely think it solidifies his legacy. I mean, I think he's one of the best NFL coaches that we, us three in this room, have ever he's seen. He's the best coach of all time. There's, yeah. Uh, I, I we think, can say it. Yeah. yeah I, think, I, I think that's fair. Um, but you know, so much is made now because Brady's left, and then they went what seven and nine last year. But you know, it's a tough year for them. It man. was a tough year. But, as we've talked about a lot on the show, let's see what they do this year. If they make the playoffs this year and they're competitive all of a sudden, it, you know, Belichick doesn't look as bad. And I think that's no. something that that could definitely happen. But if he does win another one, one hundred percent solidifies his legacy. doesn't matter. Belichick, I mean, his yeah. legacy
2: is it's it's set yeah, regardless. But
1: it's so is Bra- this is the thing we just invent arguments when we right. get to a certain sure. point with guys because there's no peer for Belichick really at the coaching Mm-mm. spot. You could say Chuck Noll, sure, but as far as I don't think it's close longevity yeah. with a dynasty. It's Belichick. It's, it's Noll. Two and dynasties really for Belichick. Right. And... So that's what Belichick has really separated himself Absolutely. from his closest peer as Chuck Noll. Brady, the same, same thing, thing with Joe Montana uh-huh. and Peyton Manning, really yeah. separated himself from oh, the closest Oh, I don't think it's even close,
2: Manning and Brady. Oh, Manning I don't think it's one even... of the most gifted quarterbacks of all right, time. Right, but How Brady dang, was, you know, was three just three... the winner. Brady yeah, okay, winner. that's
1: what I'm saying. Like, the uh, closest guys to both of them have been separated by so much that then you pit them against each other and say, well, who was the most responsible for the greatest dynasty ever?
0: And to go to that point, like, Brady's the greatest quarterback of all time, Belichick's the greatest coach of all time. There's no I one think else it's close there. to him. we got to create... You know, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. There's some Friction conflict somewhere. between and, the two of them,
1: sure. But I do think it'd be more impressive, actually, if Belichick it would took be more this impressive, Patriots yeah. team in the next two or three years and won yeah. a Super Bowl with Because them.
2: the only constant across both of the Patriots dynasties from the early 2000s to like the mid-2010s were those two guys. Yeah. So the fact that Brady did it with a good team on a different team I, I agree. I think it would be more impressive for Belichick to do it with a lesser team without Brady. To build that Brady. dynasty almost yeah. back up again. Without Brady, yeah, without the Golden Boy. All right, or, spin like the wheel one. for the last time, Okay, Jacob. here we go. Typical windup. Did I just hear a mouse mm. Another good one, Tom. Look at you. Thank you. Okay. It is reported that the San Francisco 49ers are shopping Jimmy G with the price tag of a first round pick. Is that an appropriate value to be given to the quarterback? Guys, don't it's call me question. crazy. Don't call me crazy, but I may say yes, because a quarterback, a starting quarterback in this league are typically taken in the first round. And if the Niners just trade it up, to get to move up to get their next quarterback, I mean, they're gonna expect a high price if people want to take away the guy that they already have in waiting. So I'm gonna say it's not it's not out of this world for them to say Jimmy G should be valued. If you want to say at minimum, just one first round pick, I don't disagree with that entirely.
1: Jacob, what did Carson Wentz just go for? Remind me. A third round pick. Yeah. Oh. Do you think Jimmy G's better than Carson Wentz? No, I don't. So why would a team pay a (laughs) first-round pick for Jimmy G then if Carson Wentz went for a third-round pick? Okay. And you could say, well, Carson Wentz was injured last year. Well, so was Jimmy Garoppolo. So Jimmy G is definitely not worth a no. first-round pick. This is something that they have to do Absolutely. as the GM of the Niners. You have to start the bidding there, and you have to try to push that That's out there. That's what I was
2: saying. I'm not saying he's worth
1: it. I'm oh, it saying... sounded like you were saying that this was a good price tag for him. No,
2: I'm saying as a quarterback, you should be – at quarterbacks are valued in the first no. five picks of every draft.
1: I liked so... it better when I thought I dunked on you. You're wrong.
2: Yeah, <laughs> you you know you didn't dunk on me because I'm right. I, I am right. But you're wrong
1: also. As far as it's not worth the price tag no. of a first-round pick. Uh, Carson Wentz is your barometer. If I was another GM and I wanted Jimmy G, I'd say Colts got Wentz for a third and a conditional second in 2022. That's the offer that's on the table right now, yep. let's work from there.
0: And it might be worse than that. You know what I mean? Like It might not yeah. be the same It might deal. be that,
1: and I'd be like, and yeah, you know what? I'm a little lukewarm on that conditional pick right. anyway, so exactly. maybe it's just a third straight up. What do yeah. you say? Yeah, I hear you. That's
0: it, They're really—
1: that's how GMs work. They look at the trades that happen around them and they say, well, this is what he's worth.
0: And on top of that, like if this would have happened, I don't know, a handful of weeks ago before the Niners traded up, maybe they would have gotten that. Maybe they would have gotten that price. But now that they've traded up to three, they've completely diminished Jimmy G's value. There's no way they're getting a number one pick. For I still him. stand by it. I think it's it's a smart move for them to, to start there.
1: That's Jacob Brecht. He's dying on a hill. Okay. (laughs) Kellen Gursky, Tom Offerman, thanks for listening to this episode of Steelers Standard. On our next episode, we've been saying it on previous episodes you got to get out and you got to get voting for who you think is going to make the Hall of Honor or who you want to be nominated to get on the uh, vote for the 2021 Hall of Honor class. So in the next episode, we got some more names that I want to go over as far as guys that I think are worthy candidates. So we'll kick those around. Until next time. For Jacob Brecht and Kalengursky, I'm Tom Opperman. Thanks as always.